Welcome to Lead with Clarity, where we help you focus on what matters most. I'm your host, Scott Sutherland, and I'm here with my lovely wife, Shondell, and our leadership development coach, Melanie Montgomery. And both of you, what's one word that would describe how you're feeling right now? I am feeling very intrigued. I loved our first talk with Melanie, and I can't wait to see what happens in part two. I'm feeling really empowered. Yeah, it's good. That's awesome. How are you feeling, yeah. Scott? You know, I, I'm feeling uh, I, I'm feeling excited. Oh, good. Uh, I know. I, I think that was your word last time. Yep. But yeah, I'm excited about this podcast. I enjoyed part one and getting to know Melanie even more. It, it's yeah. just wonderful. And what's going on right now? So let's dive right in. Uh, Melanie, tell us a little bit more about Native Action Network. And what was the process you used and what did they take away? That's a great question, Scott. So um, Native Action Network is a nonprofit uh, that's designed to help Native American women in leadership. And so we developed a advocacy boot camp that was specifically designed to help Native women um, find their seat at the table and really develop their skills to be able to be successful in the realm of political office and kind of so they could see what it takes both on a skill set side, but also on like a day to day what what is it side. So ahead of the boot camp, we had a three day retreat um, in Bainbridge Island. It was a beautiful location. Um, and ahead of the retreat, I did the clarity assessment with each participant. And then I did a debrief and coaching session with each of them. And during that time frame, Oh, I was just kidding. And it was like 20 women. Like this is not a small endeavor that you did. This is like 20 amazing women together. And you debriefed each one of them, their clarity reports. Like mm-hmm. I just want everyone to know it isn't like a couple people were there. There was like 20 women that were on fire that were selected and you uh, really did a great job helping them. Yeah. Thank you. It was so amazing. And I really learned so much about each of them and um, really saw how powerful they were. And in each debrief, one thing I saw was that each woman really didn't recognize all of her strength and all of what she brought to the table. And so I spent a lot of time on the value to organization and really looking at based on your communication style and your behavioral style and your motivators, these are the unique things that you do well that nobody else does like you do. Because when we look at a profile, we're really diving into exactly who that person is and what those pieces are with all of those components. And so they really had an opportunity to um, see how amazing they were. And and I really pushed it. I was like, we're going to talk about each of these. And by the end of the conversation, I had learned a lot about them. So I was able to really speak to who they were. And um, one thing that I will add is that one of the participants um, talked about the page on the clarity report where it was the value to the organization. And I asked her, what do you, what do you feel about this page? And she said that this is what I should have on my resume. And I was like, that is such good feedback. Um, Yes, that is amazing because um, a lot of people skip over that page because they want to get right to, you know, the next stuff. And That is like the third page in in the content. And you are right. That would be a great idea for people to put on the resume. And 
every manager should know that about the person they're hiring. Mm-hmm. And I know that one of the things we use in hiring is like that first 90 days is so essential. Mm-hmm. And I always tell like, if, if I have a big leader coming in, like into executive, I was like, don't say a word for 90 days. Like your value is to listen. But when I tell, you know, people like that you're working with leaders that are coming up, I'm like, here is your value. Go give it, go offer it, go make sure that you're going to make an impact. And it sounds like you just took those women and uh, empowered them to see that quickly. Yeah, it was so amazing. And I just saw this spark in them when I was talking about who they were and, and how that showed up and why that was important. And I just, I saw that confidence and that little flame of like, oh my gosh, I really am amazing. And I feel like as women and Shandala, you can uh, maybe uh, corroborate this, but as women, we don't really see our value as much as other people. We feel like what we bring to the table, everybody else is good at that too. And what we're not good at, everybody else is good at. So it's like, we don't really see what our unique value is and celebrate it as much as we should. That is so true. And um, I've done Lexi leadership events since uh, 2010. And um, we, that's what we saw back then. And we're still seeing it today that women are always struggling with, you know, do I have what it takes and what, you know, that, how do I come forth? I'm always telling them, just go ask for a race. And they're like, no, they can't do it. Well, I'll tell you, every man that wants a race is going to go ask for it. So how do we empower women to uh, go, even that's just a small example, but I think that's what you're saying to offer. And I think you're not forcing, just offer your strength, offer your value. And it sounds like these women are being really trained in how to do that. And I want every woman to be trained in how to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was so amazing. And so throughout the three days, we really talked a lot about um, who they are, but we had elected officials there that talked them through what does it look like? How do you get elected? Answering all their questions. So they really had a good understanding of, of what it looked like so that it, it made it a little more achievable. Because when you think about, oh, I'm going to run for office, this is a big, scary thing. Yeah. And so we really broke it down. And we had a lot of really amazing people there that helped them to to talk about the political scope and what was it. Um, And then we really dove in also to that clarity assessment. And so when I when I did the uh, the group session, the group training, I really focused on disc and behaviors. And by that time, they group had gone to know each other. And so I was able to give examples from the group and they really started understanding, okay, this is how it plays out. And we had so much good feedback from the group and I was able to really watch all of their personalities unfold over the weekend as I had debriefed each one individually. And so I I saw how each person showed up and how that was reflected in their communication style. And that was so cool to me. And then I was able to share it with the group and they were really able to see it and understand, okay, that's why this person is this way, or that's why that person is that way. And they had developed such a really close bond at that point in time that they were able to be open and vulnerable with each other. And it was really amazing to see. That's great. 
You know, I, uh, as we were talking about it, one thing that came that I, uh, as you were debriefing me, one of the things that stuck in my head was you were surprised at how the group actually uh, formed. You had this idea like, oh, here is what these women are going to look like, right? And then you were surprised, it was like we often are, we always think our team is going to look like this until we take these clarity reports and we go, oh boy, here's the real team report. This is what they really look like. So might you share with everyone, what were some of your uh, uh, surprises? Yeah. So um, as I shared earlier, I'm a member of the Quinault Indian Nation and being Native and being part of that community is such a huge part of who I am. And so when I transitioned to um, Shandell Group, I was excited that you had really empowered me to develop content for my, um, my people and to really be specific to tribes. And so as I started working with this really big group of Native people, I was like, how are they going to show up in these reports? And I had thought ahead of time that, you know, maybe it would show up in, in different styles of maybe we're going to be more low or D because a lot of Native are just a little bit quieter or just um, not as quick to respond. Um, and so I kind of had this preconceived notion of maybe we were a little bit less direct, but um, I found that that was absolutely not true. I had uh, styles across the board, so their discourse were very different, very varied, but one consistent thread that I found across all of the women was that um, the communication style was a really important factor, and they all kind of picked out the ones of, there's a page in the Clarity Report that talks about how we should communicate to us and how we shouldn't communicate to us, and it's so powerful to understand what we like and what we don't like in communication, and so one thing that really stuck out was that a lot of these people, I think almost all of them, if not all of them, had on their report um, something along the lines of, you know, don't, in, don't interrupt me, don't talk down to me, don't be paternalistic. And it was very like communication was important and a lot of them uh, keyed in on that. And respect is huge in our community. Um, we have very respectful communication where when I go and ask a question to my elder, I sit there and listen um, the whole time. And I'm very, it, respect is huge, especially in our communication. And so that really showed up in all of them. And that was one thing that I really had to learn as I was uh, trying to be successful in my career is that that's not the normal mode of communication. A lot of times people are really quick and that comes off as interrupting or um, really like jumping in or not really appearing to listen. And so I realized that I, at the beginning of my career was taking that as really like disrespectful. And I was, I was having a negative response to it. Um, also, I just want to say, if I had this report at the beginning of my career, I would have been so much better. Oh, I know. I know. Me too. Me too. I tried to give, I'm giving it to my 15 year old niece and she's kind of blowing me off right now. And I'm like, no, really? You should take this. Learning the hard way is hard. Um, but I realized that I was taking it as a sign of disrespect where it wasn't at all. And so that communication, there was conflict at the beginning until I started realizing that I just need to, to let it go. Um, yeah. But so many other people, they're going to have that conflict because we don't have that awareness of what is is triggering us and what is frustrating us in that conversation. So we just back down. Yeah, that's great. And Scott, you and I were talking a little bit about women and you were writing an article yesterday. Why don't you just share that real quick? Because I bet Melanie will have something to say about that. 
Yeah, well, actually, yeah, I was listening to a presentation the other day, and it was really talking about the fact that there's been the, since 2020, uh, the introduction of COVID, the great resignation. And really what that kind of boiled down to was that not only are, are a lot of people kind of stepping out of very significant roles, but how many women executives have stepped out of those roles? And what would you say now to those women? Because we really need them. We need their input. They have an impact and it is strong. We know that. What would you say to encourage them to get back into those roles of real significance? Mm-hmm. I think that that's such a good point. Um, and I think it really speaks to a lot of the things that I've experienced and probably you have as well, is that as as we moved up in our career, like me specifically, as I got higher and higher into those ranks, I felt like I wasn't what was needed or I wasn't the norm. And so I felt the need to change my behavior and really be what I thought was needed in that in that space. And I was really, really lucky in my last job um, as executive director of hospitality to um show up as myself and be accepted as myself. And that was a really amazing thing where I could be a hundred percent me vulnerable. Um, and, and they appreciated that. And I feel like I needed the courage and I needed the strength and the understanding that I could do that and that it would be okay. And it would be better because I felt like I needed to be this one thing. And that's hard. That's stressful. It takes a lot of energy to change your behavior all the time. And when I was able to show up as my true self and then be respected for it, I was so much happier. And I was like, okay, this is, this is better. This is not me having to change who I am to fit in. This is my team appreciating and respecting what I brought to the table. And I think that that helped our team really grow. But people need to realize that, number one, like women, we need to take our seat. Like we need to say, I deserve this. I have so much to contribute and I'm going to be myself and help this organization. But also we just need to have that confidence to understand ourselves and show up and be vulnerable and really lean into that leadership. Mm. Yes. Yahoo. That humble confidence. Know who you are. And offer it humbly, but with huge confidence. That's right, Melanie. And I, boy, I could go on and on. In fact, we should just do a podcast about this, Scott. We got to put this on our list. Uh, but I definitely feel like women, um, they, they, again, wait to be asked instead of offering their greatness. And it's, I, so I'm so into what you have done, Melanie, with the Native Action Network, because we, that's exactly what they're doing. They are helping women get to their next level through uh, coaching, through this, uh, you know, through even their clarity report. Like one, one uh, debrief of that could change a life. And so I appreciate the fact, I mean, I would, I am so passionate about women knowing who they are and bringing it to the table that uh, we're just fully behind this whole thing that's going on. And we're so proud of you, Melanie, for having a seat at the table there, because I think it's really beautiful and it's very essential. Um, I know that, okay, Desi, we have so many more things to talk about. 
this is crazy. We have to do this over and over. We're going to have Melanie on a few more times, Scott, because I have so many more questions for her. Um, But what closing thoughts do you have for us, uh, Melanie, on what you see, um, even in that diversity place, or what what are you seeing? So many companies have been really trying to figure out how do we um, really include more people. Diversity, inclusion, and equity has been such a huge topic. But I really feel like it's often just a buzzword because people don't really know how do I actually create diversity within my organization. And so often we feel like, okay, I'm just gonna hire more women. I'm gonna hire more minorities. But if we don't create a space where they can thrive, we're really not creating diversity. We're just bringing people into our organization. So I feel like when we really understand ourselves and we really understand the people that we work with and respect who they are and what they bring to the table, and what their communication style is and and how they want to be treated, that's really how we're going to have to move into that initiative so that we can create a place where everybody can thrive and where you don't have to be a certain way in order to be successful in that career. Mm, That was beautiful. Don't you think we could talk about that for an hour? I absolutely could, yes. (laughs) So Melanie and Scott, as we land this plane, we like to give people the kind of the, just the bullet points of what we really want them to hear that they can go apply. And uh, boy, the one I heard of jump and then I'll jump back over to you, Melanie, is that value of the organization. Like everybody needs to know their value and this clarity report uh, listed right out there. So as a leader, we really need you to know what value each of your employees really bring and celebrate that. And if you're an employee, I think, Melanie, you had a great idea. Put this on your resume and know your value and step into it. All right. What do you got for number two, Melanie? Yeah, I think just, you know, as a leader, as as a person, just really gaining confidence and really looking at yourself and seeing who you are and that value that you bring. And really owning it, Um, you know, take those steps to really own how great you are, how awesome you are, and all of those beautiful things that you bring. Yeah. And the third thing I would say for anyone that is managing, it's funny, we're taking our roles. I'm taking the leaders. You're taking the leadership development role. I love it. So every executive, I would just be really tuned in to that diversity is more than making people like you and making them fit into your style. Look at how this person so is beautifully and wonderfully made and encourage them to be their best self. And that is uh, a lot of looking into your hiring process and making sure you're bringing the right person in. And we are all for diversity. In fact, we like to help people get to that diverse place. So uh, what's another one, Melanie? Yeah, I think um, really as we're looking at at diversity and inclusion and all of that, really looking at what type of environment are we creating and are we creating an environment where anyone can be successful or um, where a woman can can show up and and be herself, where someone from another culture can show up and really be valued. And I think as we're looking at diversity, you know, go past hiring and hire those people, hire those right ones, and but also then create a space where they can thrive. Mm, that's so good. Well, I think there's a lot of takeaways I could keep going, but we're going to just go ahead and put this thing on the tarmac, which means find us at shondellgroup.com. 
go find out about Melanie Montgomery. You will not be sad. We have her on our website. And also if you go uh, to her LinkedIn, Melanie Montgomery, we'll put all that in the show notes. And uh, we're really supportive of the native uh, community. And so let's support nativeactionnetworks.org so that we can help more women become the best they can be. And that's my message for you. As always, y'all go into today and be the best you can be.